This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And Johnny, we are back after a little siesta last week. Um, yep. First off, I will say, it was because uh, little had a little scare with Johnny's health. I hope you're doing I'm good. better. You're obviously doing better because we're back here yeah. um, in the studio. And when I say a little scare with health, nothing super like dramatic that we don't have to worry about, but... Johnny um, having a little pain in the foot last week that he wasn't able to come in. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're feeling better. Almost missed today because uh, now you've got something in your eye. Last night when last we saw night I in did. Black, yeah, you had something in your eye. Yeah, fucking work, man. <laughs> Johnny's like, if it's that one thing, it's another thing, man. I mean, you got this that was worrying you yeah. last night when you first well, saw it. And show that to the camera really quick. Like, you don't have to get out. You can just kind of, like, do one of these. But, like, I don't think they can see it from here. It looked like a freaking stab wound. That Johnny had. Johnny's like, oh, I just scratched my arm on a fence. Yeah, no. Um, since we're not, since we're not eating now, I can tell you how it happened. Tell me and never so, did. So, um, we use this thing that's a walk behind skag. It's a self-propelled yeah. mower. It's got like a deck that's probably mm-hmm. four foot wide. Yeah. Well, I take a turn and there's a gate that's mm-hmm. open. There's a, you know a little latch, like a chain link gate. Yeah, it's actually an automatic gate, but okay. you know how a lot of them have like this U shape, so the, yeah. the gate itself can go into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I took a sharp turn, caught my arm across it, and then the thing dragged across. Oh. Actually, what's really funny, and this will gross you out, and mm-hmm. they get to see you twitch now. I look at the gate, and there's skin and hair. On the gate. Oh, so it, so it basically took a little bit with you. Yeah, it took a little bit with, <laughs> took a okay. little bit from me. That wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. But we're eating, and you're like, well, I don't want, I don't want to. Well, upset I know. Your I know how um how uh, squeamish you I, can be. You know what? With certain things, vomit, body fluids, poop. Uh, usually I get a little gaggy because <laughs> I'm the type of person I put myself in the situation. So when we're talking about that stuff, yeah. Well, the funny like, part I is, I start smelling it and thinking of it. The and funny it's part is, situation. usually it's me talking about stuff I've already been through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny's actually been through it. I'm putting myself in the situation. But welcome to the Rick and Johnny podcast. You're probably thinking, "What the hell is this podcast? The fuck did I just walk yeah, into?" This is the uh, the best open that I think we had in a while. Uh, we talk about everything: superheroes, movie, nerd stuff, basically everything under. The two apparently also, also health and incidents and health and in- well we like talking about our daily lives yeah. here at MVP gives them an insight of what, what the fuck's going on yeah basically um, but why are you the way you are <laughs> today though we got a jam packed show kind of taking a topic that we we're going to talk about last week bringing it into this one um, DC is not going to be at Hall H this year, San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to look at it. It's going to be a jam-packed topic, too, because we're going to talk about is it a smart move for Warner Brothers. We're going to talk about the details about their Warner Media streaming service. And I'm going to throw in their details that we might have gotten about the Batman movie when it comes to those villains. So that's going to be a real jam-packed one. Um, then we're basically going to do our Dark Phoenix movie review. Without um, doing a movie review? That we didn't do one 
last week. So we're going to talk about why X-Men Dark Phoenix was so bad. Is Johnny getting blown up on the Facebooks over there? And then we'll end the podcast looking at Marvel's Avenger from E3. If you haven't already, go and check out Dave and I did a full recap and reactions from E3. But Johnny and I are going to talk about Marvel's Avengers. I'm going to get Johnny's take on what he thought of everything, the trailer and the gameplay that we saw, or the the scene that we saw. And then we're going to talk about should the devs change the character design because they're kind of getting some flack over that. But before we get into everything, make sure to check us out, patreon.com backslash most file podcast. That is how you can help support us. Be like all our great patrons, and for lows of dollar, you can get access to our Discord server, talk with us, and the patrons of MVP, and also get the MVP podcast a month before everyone else. The new one will be coming up soon, a blast from the past one that I am very, very, very excited about. But Johnny, let's jump into this first topic. San Diego Comic-Con is almost upon us as we are right about a month away from the con. It's taking place July 18th to yeah. 21st. Usually where nerds come together for everything. Marvel's usually there. We've had Game of Thrones announcements there. DC and Warner Brothers have had some announcements there. Well, just like we had with E3 earlier this year with uh, Sony kind of saying, now nah, we good, we ain't going to the conference. Warner Brothers taking a page out of Sony's book, it looks like, where uh, Warner Brothers has announced they are not going to have a Hall H panel. This is usually where the studio has announced things like Batman, or they've had big blockbusters like BVS, Aquaman, Ready Player One, Godzilla King of Monsters, King of the Monsters, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. That's where they've had these presentations for those blockbusters. I want to ask you, first off, what do you think is the mindset behind Warner Brothers doing this? And is it a smart move for them not to go to San Diego Comic-Con and have a Hall H presentation? I mean, Hall H is supposed to be like the big thing each year, the big place each year. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess if you don't have a lot to announce... Maybe it's a good idea to not go, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have probably a few movies that come out, but, I mean, the biggest thing would be Warner Brothers. Yeah. And maybe with, like, what it seems like everything we're going to be talking about is up in the air. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a good idea to not go and not have a Hall H presentation that year. Yeah, and, I mean, the thing I'm thinking about with that is I'm kind of on the same set. Well, first off, I was like, oh, I'm very, like, disappointed because I'm a DC guy. Yeah. I love getting like I love getting hyped for San Diego Comic Con. It's usually a big month for our podcast because it gives us a lot a of ton stuff, of things to a lot of stuff to talk about. Talk about. Um, but there's at the same time, it's like okay, what do you realistically have coming up? And I actually was looking at the upcoming movies. Here's what we have on the kind of docket for Warner Brothers. So the big ones is. I will say they did say that they will have it chapter two stuff for E3, just not a big Hall H presentation. But it's like yeah. you have it chapter two coming out later this year. The Joker comes out later this year. Um, I'm trying to look for other movies that are like another DC one, Birds of Prey. Um, Godzilla versus Kong is set for March 13th, 2020. A Barbie movie. Oh, wow. 
Wonder Woman 1984. You've got um, movies like The Conjuring 3. You've got Dune. You've got a Sesame Street movie, a Mortal Kombat movie, The Batman, Space Jam 2, Akira, which is based off the anime that I believe Takawahiti is directing that oh, nice. one. And then obviously The Suicide Squad um, in 2021, along with another Fantastic Beast movie mm-hmm. and Sherlock Holmes 3. And the 2021 movies, it's interesting because it's like, okay, that might be too far into the future. Yeah. Part of me just feels if I go, because first off with Joker, I feel like we've seen, they've showed us enough of it. We don't need any present, presentation about exactly. it, really. Especially like It Chapter 2, like that one, that one's different because we just saw the first trailer not that long ago. It was like yeah. a week or two ago. And it was kind of like a teaser trailer kind of a thing where it's like we see her with the old lady. They kind of tease it's It Chapter 2. And then they show like some cuts with the It music before Pennywise comes out and does his creepy thing that he did from the first one. Um, Joker, though, we've seen that footage. The other movies for 2020, though, and this is the entire slate that they have planned right now. Just Mercy, Birds of Prey, Godzilla vs. Kong, Barbie, Scoob, Wonder Woman 1984, In the Heights, Trent, The Conjuring 3, The Many Sins of Newark, The Witches, Dune, and then that's it, because Sesame Street is planned for um, January of 2021. Is that basically the whole reason why you think that they're skipping... Hall H is that their kind of plan is like, okay, we don't have a lot of DC stuff coming out. We don't have that schedule to go with. The Batman and the like Suicide Squad would be our big things, but those are still in development with Matt Reeves and James Gunn kind of planning those Yeah, I, I mean, a big part of it is probably, yeah, they don't have a lot of the DC stuff to go off of. I mean, when did you say Wonder Woman? It's coming, supposed to come out? That's, That's 2021? That's going to be June of 2020. Okay, so I mean, there would be maybe that, but maybe they don't have, like, just like they held mm-hmm. off the Aquaman trailer for so long, yeah. maybe it's like, and well, the stuff we would want to present in, the, like, the DC universe, mm-hmm. not really ready to go. Yeah. And, and maybe, I, like, the trailers, like, that would matter mm-hmm. aren't ready to go necessarily. So mm-hmm. it'd be like, okay, we don't have enough content. Overall, I'm saying they probably don't have enough content to bring with for a Hall H panel. Mm-hmm. And... Actually, when you say that, I'm going to pull up the exact quote. Patty Jenkins, director of um, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 2, well, Wonder Woman 1984, um, she actually came out. Let me see. I'm trying to find the article that I read, but she came out because recently they showed off – Wonder Woman's new gold armor in a picture. Oh, nice. And she sent out a tweet that was like, oh, here it is. Can't wait for Wonder Woman. Like, it was, oh, I heard we're not going to be at Hall H, and that, like, saddens me. Um, But don't be sad. Like, they will, like, their big push to promote that movie is set to start in December. So probably what you were saying, more of that Aquaman thing, of it's like, hey, we could start making the push in July, 
But do we have enough to make that push and keep that excitement all the way up in June? Or do we start that push around Christmas, like around Star Wars? Well, that's Disney, not DC. Um, but like around that time, when Still, Star I mean, Wars is like Star Wars out. would come out and then the trailer comes mm. out during like the Star Wars. Yeah. Would movie. that be like, hey, if we start pushing in December, we can keep that hype and excitement up until June to where it won't die off. That's why to me don't the whole start big too thing, early. Yeah. yeah. And that's the whole thing of like if you did do a Hall H, the DC would be the heavy hitter and Wonder Woman would be way too far out to start that whole push. You're not going to drop a trailer for that. Yeah, exactly. At Comic-Con. And like I said, a movie like The Joker that would be your one. Well, we've in the had fall. like two movies. We've had two trailers out already, haven't we've we? We've had two trailers out, and plus, that's a movie where you don't want to give too much. No, that one. You I mean, want to come the... in with more questions than answers before. I'd you say see if it. we only had like one trailer, and then they were going to mm-hmm. drop the second trailer there, and then mm-hmm. like br- talk about it there, because mm-hmm. then it's like content that like it could be closed off where no one can film it. Or if they had like news about, hey, we're gonna. Do a Hall H because we're also going to kind of let you know what's going on with DC movies in the future. But exactly. even that, we kind of know what's going on. They have a Batman movie they're developing. They've got Suicide Squad developing. And there's just not many. I'm taking it as, hey, there's not many updates here. Not, yeah, not so enough for not, them to come and talk about. So we're not going to waste your time and have you be either whelmed or underwhelmed from it. Wait for... It's basically, it's like, we're not going to waste your time. We're not going to waste our time and money. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to waste your money by yeah. having not much of a panel to mm-hmm. talk have, talk about with you guys. Here's part two of this conversation. They gotta, I'm pretty sure they have to pay to present. Yes. And here's the thing I want to kind of bring into this. Because this is something... I don't know if you would use a Hall H for this. Okay. But I would feel like this is the biggest thing... They have going on right now, and if they were going to drop this at the end of the year, then maybe this would be your big Hall H thing. But apparently, according to, and I want to see if there's um, a different source that they put in there. Okay. I'm going to read this straight from the Screen Rant article that I have. Basically, the Wall Street Journal, citing sources that have personal knowledge of the matter, this being Warner Media and their whole streaming service, some interesting tidbits about AT&T's Warner Media's subscription video on-demand service, including its pricing, which will likely be around 16 to $17 a month. That would include an HBO and its sister company, Cinemax, bundle alongside the vast Warner Brothers TV and movie library. No word yet for the official name of the Warner Media streaming service, but it's expected to make its beta form debut in the fourth quarter of this year. The cost is significantly higher than the competitors like Netflix, which is at 13, Showtime, which is at 11, and Hulu, which is between 6 to $12. It's also double the price of Disney Plus's introductory rate at six ninety nine, two questions. Number one, that goes into beta. The sources say end of this year. Mm-hmm. Is that first off? Would that be enough to be like, hey, we could have used Hall H, 
to give a breakdown of the streaming service, kind of like what Disney did at I think it was D twenty three. What they did, their kind see, of own com, their own event in Anaheim. See, that's the difference, though, mm-hmm. is that like that's their own event. So yeah, it's all Disney, everything Disney. So you mm-hmm. get this. They got like probably separate stuff for Star Wars. Uh, we got stuff. Frozen stuff that Frozen time. stuff, just everything Disney, and that's their mm-hmm. own thing. So like they yeah. can present whatever they we want. Get have some Marvel clips, most little content as they need to. Mm-hmm. They'll have enough to fill it. This is kind of different because it's like. It's everybody. It's everyone, everything. And mm-hmm. in some way, you're competing with others. So if you just decide, not, if you're just going to like drop that stuff, I would say have a smaller panel somewhere. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you and I and our friends go to Wizard World. Yeah. There's a, like a main stage and there's bigger panel rooms and there's mm-hmm. smaller panel rooms. Yeah. And those smaller panel rooms don't take up a lot of space. They're not the ones that are going to be like, they're not the big name ones. They're mm-hmm. not the big name things. So it'd be like that. It's like, hey, there's going to be a someone coming out to talk about DC, but we're not going to take Hall H to do it. We're going to probably take a smaller panel room. And anyone that wants to know about it, come in and see it. And I mean, this isn't something. Also, by the way, I think someone might have already put this in the comment section. Probably. This isn't like unprecedented that this hasn't happened. Like last year, mm-hmm. Marvel Studios skipped out on the Hall H. Yeah. But that was like with that. That was because oh, Endgame is what we're leading up to, and we know that they're not going to want to give up a lot of. We're going to give hush hush for that one, yeah. Like we knew it was the final push between Infinity War, Captain Marvel, and, and Endgame. It could be as simple as that too. Maybe the things they are working on mm-hmm. that they have stuff ready for, they don't want to give away yet. Like you exactly. said, especially with the Wonder Woman thing, you got, like you got to think. Um, yeah, maybe we want it now, mm-hmm. but if we get it now, the hype's going to die mm-hmm. out before they they actually want to give it up. And the thing that is, it kind of confuses me. I know this isn't a um, Warner Brothers thing, mm-hmm. but per deadline, a final Hall H appearance for Game of Thrones is nearly certain as final talks are occurring now. There's no news yet on specific cast members who may appear those George R. R. Martin is expected to show up in some way. Martin, of course, wrote the series A Song of Ice and Fire, um, which is sur- served as a basis for the show. That was probably the only San Diego Comic-Con news that I saw and went, huh, that's interesting. The show's over. Like, unless you have updates on the spinoff series that you're going to want to do. Updates um, on the spinoffs. Probably also mm-hmm. kind of give a fans a uh, final meet. A final just goodbye to the characters yeah, or characters the actors the and actresses. Yeah. The second thing I want to ask you, getting back to Warner Media, because that's a big part of this, yeah. is now that the I asked the Comic-Con question, let's dive into that really quick. What are your thoughts on all the information that it looks like we're getting from the Wall Street Journal about how it's going to be about 16 to $17, you get HBO, Cinemax, and the complete library of Warner Brothers properties, TV, and movies. What are you thinking with it? And is this going to be something that people go, you know, it's pricey, but I'm getting a lot for my buck. I No, it is because like HBO Go or HBO Now, mm-hmm. because I guess there's a difference. Uh, um, 
is about fourteen ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're for maybe what two dollars more? Throwing it out there just because of tax and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting HBO, but then you're also getting Cinemax, and you're getting all the D, the uni- not Universal. You're getting all the Warner Brothers stuff. That's actually a pretty good deal if you're willing to pay for all that. If you're mm-hmm. willing to like, if you like all that stuff, yeah. And I mean, so the bottom price that they mentioned for Disney Plus was the six ninety nine. Yeah. So annually, it'll be about seventy dollars, yeah, sixty nine ninety nine. Um, no, a year. 70, 70 bucks. They might yeah. have a deal for monthly and then yearly too. So from what we have at when they presented was basically six ninety nine per month is the low end. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Did they mention anything about a higher price? Um, no, they didn't mention anything about a higher price. They did mention, though, that it's going to, like, you'll have basically Hulu, ESPN Plus kind of bundled in with that with Nat Geo. And yeah. I just, I wonder for Warner Media if the thing is just going to be, hey, we know the price is high. But we're gonna give you, we're gonna go off of the mindset that we are giving you a ton of stuff. Yeah. And the thing that I feel like with Disney, it would be easier for them to do that because the Disney properties are so loved. Plus, if you're putting ESPN Plus into that, mm-hmm. like any sports fan is gonna be like, all right. Like any basically to me, any father would be like well, I might as well get Disney Plus. My kids will be happy. I'll be happy. We both can use it. Um, Not to mention being only seven bucks mm-hmm. a month about. Yeah. The big thing is to me the HBO. Yeah. And the thing is Warner Media has to be like, man, couldn't we have released this like a year or two ago? Like when Game of Thrones was still going on. Unless yeah, they're gonna that would have. Unless they're going to hype up, hey, you can get the entire Game of Thrones library on Warner Media because – it's going to be on HBO. I just, to me, I look at it and I go, is the Warner library enough to pull people in? Because there's also, um, I actually sent it to Dave and Pete, who um, has been on our wrestling podcast Mm -hmm. this week. I'll pull it up. It's from the site you usually send me. We got this covered. Oh, Um, And basically in the article, it says, let me pull it up really quick. Sources close to We Got This Covered have have informed us that despite the company, WarnerMedia, statement last week about DC Universe is here to stay, Warner Brothers is indeed planning to cancel it in the near future, with the goal being to blend it into the aforementioned central streaming site. As for the shows currently on the platform, we're hearing that Titans is likely safe with the fate of the rest unknown. And this comes off of the heels of Swamp Thing getting canceled. Um, On that, you've got like Young Justice Outsiders, Titans, Doom Patrol have been series they've already put out. Um, They've announced that they're going to do like a Star Girl and a Harley Quinn series, and like they've got other things mm-hmm. announced for that. Do you think that's a smart de- a smart idea for Warner? Is basically, hey, let's kill off DC Universe and just lump it into Warner Media 
to try to get more people to buy in at that 16 to $17 price. I mean, I guess at that point, you may as well throw all those other shows in there because then you're mm-hmm. actually making it worthwhile to pay the sixteen ninety nine mm-hmm. a month. Whereas like, again, it, it may, they may eventually want to think about either they have to add every single content they own to it. Mm-hmm. Like everything Warner media owns, they're going to have to add to that just to make it worthwhile. Or Disney's going to kind of blow them out of the water. Cause like you said, you got that factor of, Hey, a dad has kids. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I can watch ESPN and maybe he likes Star Wars mm-hmm. or some of the new Marvel movies. Then it's like, hey, I got shit for the kids, keep the kids occupied because yeah. it's got Pixar, it's mm-hmm. got regular Disney. And I think it's supposed to have even the Disney TV shows, right? Yep. Disney and, Channel stuff is supposed to be on so, there. So, I mean, you're going to have everything on there. Who knows? They may even throw Disney XD stuff on there, which is from yours, like mm-hmm. cartoons from yours and I, my childhood. Yeah. And, Makes it more worthwhile for that. Because especially with parents being our age now. Yeah. Get DuckTales, uh, the, the older DuckTales, mm-hmm. um, Tailspin. The Marvel Spider-Man series my, on Disney XD. Yeah. And I'm talking, I was actually also, no, then that was a different Disney Channel thing I'm thinking about. But what? still, uh, with um, that actually plays Tailspin, the old DuckTales, oh, yeah. uh, Darkwing Duck, all mm-hmm. that other stuff. They still have all that stuff they could mm-hmm. add into there. Um but yeah, then the, that's the thing is uh, Warner Media might want to think about, do we lower our prices? How much can we add to it? And how much are we going to actually get people to come in? Because to me, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and this is just me, myself, I'm kind of getting about to like, I'm the verge of getting rid of my HBO now because mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is over. That was the big thing well, I watched and, from and them. I hear Cher- Chernobyl is good, but I, I hear that. haven't de- checked it out. Um Plus, you get to the conversation of, like, Mark and I had where yeah. I mentioned it to Mark, and Mark was like, there's so many freaking streaming services. Yeah, it's taken um, over, actually. To where I'm like, Johnny and I, we've had that conversation. You've got Hulu, Netflix, Disney+. Plus. I think that actually Warner's was one of our to topics once, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing I want to kind of last thing with this is, so DC Universe, the price for that is about eight bucks a month annually. You're paying about. Mm. They have the deal where it's like, hey, it's eight bucks a month, but if you do it annually, it's seventy five. We'll take that five dollars off um, that annual charge for you. The thing that I think about though is kind of a two part question because you know me, I love two part questions. Of course you do. Um, part one is: Do you think there's a chance that Warner Media's streaming service could be too convoluted? And what I mean by that is. Yes, I'm getting a lot, but will people sit there and go, hey, am I going to have enough time to watch all of this? The DC stuff, the Warner TV, the Warner movies, HBO, like, am I going to have enough time to watch everything that I'm paying for? Or am I paying $16 to watch the DC Universe stuff that I was originally only paying $8 a month for? Um The HBO one's a little bit different because if you're still looking for the HBO one, that one could be, well, you know what? I'll throw the two bucks actually Mm -hmm. because I'm paying about that price. Because if you're just DC, you're paying double. Part two is that do you think, and this kind of brings Disney into it too, Mm -hmm. do you think Warner Media could have an edge on Hulu and Netflix? Hulu being interesting now because it, it's mostly owned by Disney now, um, but especially like a Netflix. Do you see it having the edge over a Netflix? Because Warner could throw a movie up there 
and not have or a TV show up there and necessarily not have to worry about having to take it down because, hey, we came out with that. We own the rights to it. So I could throw it up there forever and not have to worry about, oh, losing the rights after such and such years, whereas Netflix doesn't. And how we get, like, for example, How I Met Your Mother, no longer on Netflix. This other show, no longer on Netflix, unless it says Netflix original. See, that's the one thing I'm going to say. Netflix is going to be hit hard with this um, whole streaming service. I'm going to call it a war. This whole streaming service war that's about to, like, kick in as soon as, I'm going to say, as soon as Disney drops their Disney Plus, that's when it's going to all start to kick off. I like that you say that because I start thinking the wrestling fan in me comes out and it's like, the Monday Night Wars, WCW versus WWE. That's what I think of when you said the streaming wars. Yeah, no, it's just, it's going to be kind of like a streaming war because mm-hmm. you can have, you have Netflix. Because you can't buy them all. You can't, like, no. You You're going to pick yours. You can't buy them all. Plus, to go off of, and I know this is from the wrestling world, but Triple H, who's the COO yeah. of WWE, when he was talking about their streaming service, because they've got one, too, that has everything that there they ever have Another on one. it, he said one of the things we combat is not just the price, but fighting for people's time, because there's so much out there now. Yeah. That can suck up your time, and you only got a limited amount of it. Well, let's put it this way. There's um, Hulu. There's Vudu when you got Mm -hmm. your own movies. Like, I buy DVDs that come with a digital download. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. You have Netflix. Mm -hmm. You have uh, Funimation, Crunchyroll, Uh uh, just to name two anime ones. Mm -hmm. You have Disney coming out. You have... Right now, you have the DC one. You have HBO Now slash HBO Go. I'm just going to lump them together. Yep. And you'll have, eventually, those three will combine and be the mm-hmm. Warner, Media. Warner Media. But then you're also going to, yeah, you may be taking like three away, two away. Mm-hmm. But then you are going to come back with, you also have ESPN right now, which may be still separate because I don't know what Disney... I don't know yeah. what Disney's doing with theirs. If you can, so like, Disney's going to keep that, I think, because Disney owns ESPN. No, I'm saying though, are they going to have like, hey, I can just pay the, for the ESPN still? Or are all going to be Disney Plus? Either way, either way though, mm-hmm. it's six ninety nine. Does it matter? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's the thing is, you got this whole, and I know there's a lot more out there mm-hmm. because I was playing around on my Roku TV and God almighty. Cause um, like ESPN plus right now yeah. is about five bucks a month oh, or so. 50 bucks a year. So I'm going to shout the extra dollar to $2 a month and, that's and the get thing all of this like, content. We Disney plus announced that it's going to be six 99. Is that going to always be six 99 for all of it? Or is it going to be like, okay, six 99 is the base. You just get Disney plus to get ESPN that's going to be a higher price. Like to get those extra ones, is it, it could be. be higher? I don't know. We have to wait till they actually come mm-hmm. out with a, a plan of like, yeah, what they're I mean, doing. That's just Warner. Warner doesn't have like, and the thing is, if Warner's going to compete, because I agree with you, Netflix, not good for them. And no, because the, they have Disney taken away. Mm-hmm. Plus they have well, Warner's going to start taking the away. The thing with Netflix is if they would actually like, if they would actually put the effort into their Netflix originals, because right now the only thing I go to Netflix for are the comedy specials. Like Ken Jong, you've got um, Burt Kreisner has Netflix we do specials do Stranger on Things. there. Str- Stranger Things, though, is probably, one, to me, 
one of the only Netflix originals. Like, it's that, Orange is the New Black, but those are, to me, OG Netflix series. Where yeah. Those were the originals of the originals where the newer ones coming out don't have that same punch to it. And that's how Netflix is going to have to survive. Yeah. Is you've got to have the Netflix originals that make people say, I got to have Netflix for this. Series. Yeah, no, they're going to have to hit a lot harder on the Netflix originals. They won't, because they, they won't have Warner mm-hmm. Media to Warner Brothers Entertainment to go off of their, any of their mm-hmm. movies. They won't have any sort of Disney affiliated movie mm-hmm. whatsoever to go off of. So you have a lot of. Maybe Universal? Who else? Question for you, and this is just popping in, and I'm throwing it at you as I think of it. Disney+, Plus, Warner Media, any streaming service you think of, Yeah. do you think they adopt, let's say they have a TV series, like, for example, Disney+, Plus, the Loki TV series. Yes. Which model, if you were, congratulations, you're now Bob Iger. If you're coming up with that game plan... Yeah. Would you choose option A or option B? Option A is Loki comes out August 18th. You get all the episodes that day. Or it's going to drop August 18th. Episode one will be this week. Episode two will be next week. And it'll basically be one episode a week. Same time, same day. So let's say Friday, 12 a.m. You can get it. Do the one episode a week, run it for 10 weeks, and then you get all of them after that 10 weeks? Or do you drop all 10 episodes one day, kind of like how Netflix does? I sorry, prefer the Netflix style, mm-hmm. just drop them all. And I'm not saying, like, you could say both as a consumer or as well, a Well, definitely as a consumer, I prefer the drop them all. It mm-hmm. gives me my time whenever I can to watch them, not like. That you can binge on. I can binge them or I can mm-hmm. go, hey, I watched two episodes now and I have to wait a few days. I can watch yeah. my next two episodes. Mm-hmm. Whereas the one, if I miss it that week, well, now I got to make sure I make time mm-hmm. and go back and watch it before yeah. the next one comes out. Mm-hmm. Um No, I, I pref- myself prefer that. Also, as a business. Um, Disney has so much content for, for them, for example, mm-hmm. that they could probably drop them all so they can work on the next thing. Cause mm-hmm. they have the Loki one they're talking about doing. They have the Wanda and vision one. Mm-hmm. They have the Falcon and Bucky one. And I think there's like one or two others they were talking about mm-hmm. doing after that there. And for me, Disney plus, I feel like I'd lean more towards what you said, drop the them all on the one, because the only thing I would think of would be. The hey, this is the reason why I'm going to do option B. Is if and I asked that because that's what DC Universe did, yeah. And I'll be honest, I had to catch up with Titans. I eventually did because Dave got on my back like a monkey on my back and was like, Hey, watch it, watch it, watch it, finish it, finish it, finish it. Hey, did you finish Titans? Hey, did you finish Titans? I want to talk about Titans with you. Eventually, I was like, Fine, I'll finish it. Um, it was just and it wasn't like a fine, I'll finish it because I didn't want to. It was like a fine, I will make time to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for example, with Doom Patrol, I'll pull it up right now because I've got the DC Universe app um, on my tablet here. Uh, how many episodes of Doom Patrol did I get through before eventually it was like, I just don't have the time. To do that is no DC Universe. I don't want to watch the next episode of Doom Patrol. Um, let's see. Binge Krypton Season 1. Don't want to do that. Let's see. Doom Patrol. I ended up watching 
what the first two up ep- yeah two episodes no four episodes three three episodes would be on the fourth right now um so what three of the 15 mm-hmm. like and now they're all out i can go and binge watch them and yeah. it's a little bit easier to do that but me personally i i agree with you as the consumer i love the binge approach because i'm the guy that if I'm going to – I'll set up a Saturday where it's like all I'm going to do is watch this. Yeah. Like, for example, My Hero on um, Hulu. I just set it up to where I, I'm just going to watch My Hero until they got to sub, not dub. And I was like, great. I can't focus on the subs because I'm also editing this while exactly. doing it. Exactly. It's kind of hard um, to concentrate on something else while you're reading subs. And I just – I feel like the model for the once a week thing – and this is why I feel like DC did it – of like – all right, we don't want people buying it, watching it all in one day, canceling the service. We want to keep them around, keep that eight bucks exactly. coming in each month. So you have I to at least think, wait out the series. I don't think Disney will have that problem. No. I don't think, and the question is Warner Media with their amassed stuff, are they going to have the same thing? Because HBO will be different. The HBO stuff... Will have to be once a week, yeah. Because you're not going to put out an episode before it airs on HBO. Exactly. That that one's not going to change with HBO. Um, Mm -hmm. I see. That's the thing. It all comes down to what the consumer is going to want. And Mm -hmm. no offense to Warner Media, no offense to anyone that likes it. I'm not bashing it when I say this. I think Disney's got the edge because Mm. it's all around known better. It hits more more parts of the family. Yeah. Especially with every like everything in. It's all, it all comes down to the family mm-hmm. or what you like. And to be honest, if I have to choose between Warner Media and the Disney Plus, I'm going to hit the Disney Plus because mm-hmm. I got stuff for it's got stuff for everyone. Yeah. Here's a question I'm going to ask you. And it, I kind of feel like we know the answer to this, but yeah. I'm going to ask it anyways. Are, should we look at DC DC Universe as a failed experiment? No, um, it was a nice trial, and it was mm-hmm. them just kind of going, you know what? We they, they basically to me, it's they saw what Disney was doing and mm-hmm. saying we can package it all up in one, and then you can mm-hmm. go go to their go to one place to get it all. Yeah. The only bad thing I'm seeing it right now is how high the price is mm-hmm. for like Disney. You're like, talking the Warner Media price. I'm comparing Warner Media price okay. right now. To Disney I, price right now. I just wanted to say that yeah, so people didn't think you were about. talking about the eight dollar DC universe. No, no I'm price. sorry. Yeah. So Warner Media, what sixteen ninety nine a month, right? Yeah, sixteen to seventeen. We'll say that's the price right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying right now until we find out anything about Disney, it's six ninety nine a month, and that could change because like, oh, if you want ESPN, you have to pay a little more. Oh, if you want this, you have to pay a little more. I get it. That might come out mm-hmm. later on, but right now it's six ninety nine compared to sixteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Which one would you rather pay for mm-hmm. for your buck right now? I'd rather pay for the Disney stuff. See, and that's the thing. And I can't I... imagine it getting a lot higher mm-hmm. for the things I'd want to add. Yeah, and that's the thing where maybe I'm not That's where I'm getting fully, the business sense now. I'm not fully thinking maybe about the other properties that um, Warner Brothers may have. And there might be people out there like, hey. Warner's got these movies. I mean, tell me the movies excited. if I'm forgetting. I'm think I'm I'm like just generalizing mm-hmm. movies. I know yeah. there's their movies itself, and mm-hmm. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But what they got 
the Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. plus that's Fantastic Beasts as well. Yep. They have all the DC stuff. The Godzilla movie. The well, Godzilla. The, the Godzilla versus King of Monsters stuff coming um, out. The King Kong movies would also be on there because that's Warner Bros. Yeah. So, I mean. All the Looney Tunes properties That's would be true. On there. And, I mean, I'm not saying they don't have all this stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like, to me, it's it, at this point, then it comes down to the price. Mm-hmm. Because they're, I'd rather pay six ninety nine than sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, and unless Disney's like, oh, you only have to pay two extra dollars for this one, and two extra dollars for this one, and seven extra dollars for this one. I mean, the thing I will say, and yeah, this is me. I should like have I read, said, none of that was me bashing yeah. Disney, Warner Media. This is me just thinking about it by a business sense. I should have read this. Rather earlier, pay for Disney, and this will be interesting because okay. this could hurt Hulu and Disney as well. Oh, of course, some of these shows are on Hulu. This and this is for Warner Media. The subscription, the subscription service will also feature content from TNT, TBS, Adult Swim, and more. Assuming oh, really? that they have more than enough material to entice more customers. Now, the thing that I'm thinking of, Adult Swim, huh? Now, the this is the thing I'm thinking of. I know TNT for sure because that's War, that's Time Warner that yeah. owns that. AT and T um, bought that yeah. and now owns it. Now, my thought process is if TNT, TBS, and Adult Swim, for example, for example, Adult Swim, yeah, it's going to be on this streaming service, does that mean it's going to be pulled off of Hulu? The TNT shows, is that going to be pulled off of Hulu? The TBS shows pulled off of Hulu because why would you want them on both? That'd be potentially, yes, Um because, I mean, that would be DC going, hey, we're taking our stuff back. Hulu, that all depends if it's... um that all comes down to, is it like going to be still shared by everything? And Disney's just going, hey, we made a deal with Hulu that mm-hmm. if you buy this package, yeah. you also get access to Hulu. And then that would be Cause, like... Because I just looked at TNT. Or does Disney actually own Hulu? So TNT is owned by Warner Media yeah. Entertainment. So I'm looking at TNT right away as it's not going to be on Hulu after the streaming service drops. TBS also owned by Warner Media, so I'm saying the same thing. Of hey, it's not going to be on Hulu after it, and I'm just going to pull up Cartoon Network because yep, damn, all right, I didn't realize that that adds a new thing into it. Cartoon Network, they can have all those Cartoon Network properties too. That's true. I did forget about like. Do, uh, two stupid dogs. Oh shit! They could have cow and chicken, Dexter's Lab, okay, so Powerpuff Girls. I mean, to some degree, that starts changing things. That's like on I the kids' side of like yeah. if the kids into Cartoon Network, maybe the sixteen, seventeen. That's the thing, though. There, it comes Warner down to Media the price is, at that point. Warner Media is going to have a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. Are you going to have enough time to watch it all? Oh, or the- are you the type of person like Dave? I'm so indecisive, anyways. Give me more choices that I can just randomly watch whatever I want. Yeah. It does. To me, at that point, it's just coming down again. And Dave's probably watching this like, no, Ricky, it's the exact opposite. Give me less to choose from. I'm that, so indecisive. <laughs> that might be nice. It all depends on what kind of indecisive you are, honestly. Yeah. If you just go with, if you're the indecisive that just goes with what they recommend right off the bat. Okay. If you're the one that's like, Because lately, eh, lately how I've eh. used Hulu yeah. is basically if there's not a series I have to watch, I'll just throw something on. Like recently I threw on One Punch Man, watched 
season one of that. I've been on an anime kick recently. Yeah, why not? Um, I also threw on Cowboy Bebop and been watching that kind of blast from the past 1998 um, anime mm-hmm. from our childhood, the old Toonami days. I remember. Um, and I that to me cha- like changes it. Is that so? You know that now the Adult Swim, TBS, TNT stuff will probably be pulled off of Hulu. Is that going to entice and make the Warner Media stuff worth it? We can't answer that question now. It's going to be a down-the-road thing. Um, also, I'm making an executive decision here, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman topic we were going to talk about, yeah, we're going to push that to another day. Because uh, if my math is uh, serving me correct, guess how long we've talked about Hall H and now the streaming service. Pretty stuff. long. Pretty long. It's been about 42 minutes yeah, of figured. a conversation. Um, so this is where I'm going to spin it on to you guys because we got a lot more stuff we got to get into. We could keep um, going, but we're going to cut this off. Dude, this could, this could be like we've had a conversation about the streaming stuff before. Yeah. We've had this one. We could have another one about all this streaming well, kind of one content. thing I brought out to you. I'll mm-hmm. just bring it up real quick. Go ahead. Um, the only way Netflix, and I was saying it a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but I didn't dive into it. Netflix is only going to save itself by a hitting its original series, but like by making deals with these other companies that aren't mm-hmm. Disney and aren't Warner yeah. and saying, hey, yeah, can we make an original series off of this character? Like, I don't know, Hellboy? Yeah. Like a Hellboy series, more like, like I think they said there's a. Especially I thought since I saw there's a Dungeons and Dragons series. I heard about that too. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming out. Yeah, or like for example, like to me, one of the best, the one of the best new series. It's not even that new because it's already in its second season or yeah. did its second season. Was like, did you ever watch F is for Family? On yes, Netflix? that was a good one too. Fucking love that. Hilarious. Basically, it's. Bill, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the second season yet, but basically, I did see. it's Bill Burr, who's a funny comedian, mm-hmm. wrote a show based off his childhood. Based on the dad's based on his dad, the kids are based on him and his brothers and sisters. Hilarious. Give me more of that. Give me more series to where it's like make me keep that Netflix subscription because I'll be honest, if my mom and my sister were not using my Netflix, it would have been canceled by now. Honestly, I'm like slowly down the road might go switch over if they don't start like I mean, changing I gotta watch shit up. Stranger Things, but I could always find someone that has a Netflix account. Hey, can I bum your Netflix account for a day? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a few people on mine too, but no one. I've become more of a Hulu guy recently. None of them really use it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I go back to Netflix for is like, hey, I'm going to be doing something while I'm. Got the TV on mm-hmm. for background noise. Hey, Thor Ragnarok for the 18th time. But guess what? I <laughs> Infinity also, War for the millionth time. I own that. On, I own both of those on Voodoo. Yeah. So you, see, that's the thing. You bring up Voodoo. That don't work for me. I don't buy. It's stuff. not not gonna work for you. But yeah. for me, it's like I own all those. You so. actually buy like movies. I still, still. buy DVDs. You're an I like old to have soul. a hard copy. Yeah, you're an old soul. You think that the Terminators are gonna come and the clouds gonna fail us, and I have the movies. No, still. no, I just have shitty Wi-Fi. So it's like, <laughs> hey, if I still want to watch a movie, just gotta pop it in now. The machines are gonna turn again. I saw something on Facebook. I this is off topic. Yeah. But, so it was one where it's like they're creating this robot and seeing like. Um, to make it to where, like, if it falls down, how can it get back up? Mm-hmm. And it's basically them hitting it with sticks and stuff. Oh, I've seen that. And people are like, the machines are going to turn on us, man. They're going to get the one fed like, up one of these days. Is the one they made a robot that 
can't like can get up from any position, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the and, one that can do like the box jump. Yeah, exactly. And then they have it like they keep tri- weaponizing. They them. push them over. They mm-hmm. trip them. Yeah. Everything is. Did you see it where they actually dubbed over like swear the, words and yelling? No, I didn't. I didn't have the audio on. It was oh. just at the end. It had the robot had like the red oh, eyes really? okay. edited on. I didn't see that part, but I, I saw like, one where they. They Machines took it, are coming to get us, Johnny. They took it and like they start swearing and all mm-hmm. that fun. But yeah, um, back to the main topic we were talking about. Yeah, Netflix needs to actually work on this stuff and up their game because mm-hmm. they have to. They either got to make up for what they're gonna lose, mm-hmm. or they're just gonna lose out. Yeah, and eventually, one of these will lose. Like one of them will. S- something's lose gonna out. die out. Yeah, um, I mean. Obviously, technically, think, you could say Hulu technically did lose because they got bought out, but that was Fox. In I mean, general. They, yeah, they. Um, I actually looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mostly control, fully service, fully controlled, and majorly owned by Walt Disney. Yeah, because they how it was was Fox was a part owner. Then I believe Disney bought out Comcast. Wow. Was it Comcast that was trying? It was Comcast that was trying to get a part ownership in Hulu, but Disney did something to where they became the majority owner of yeah. Hulu. Well, now they own it because anything yeah. that was Fox is mm. Disney now. Well, it was still like Fox H- Entertainment. Hulu was still owned by a couple different um, Well, it's fully controlled, but it's yeah. majorly owned by Disney. So it's fully controlled mm-hmm. by them now. So, I mean, yeah, the, it's that's the thing. It's, it's going to come down to like either you're going to get bought out and swept into someone else's umbrella or you're just going to die out. And Netflix yeah. is starting to lose the game now. So how it was is it was Comcast um, where basically how it works is um, Walt Disney has set 67% of the equity. They are in full control. Comcast has 33% of the equity. And they are a silent partner. Mm. Um, that was the second thing that Disney had to do to get full control of Hulu because that was important. They needed full control of yeah. it because um, that's one of the reasons why they went ahead and did the Fox deal. It wasn't for the Marvel stuff. It was for the extra catalog because they were coming up with the streaming stuff mm-hmm. and because of Hulu. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section about this really long topic. Um, <laughs> Hall H, Streaming Wars, Warner Media. Let us know it's everything. Anything you're and thinking. everything you're talking about. We got stuff below. we forgot to bring Ooh, up. In there. there, there probably is stuff yeah, that we, we forgot probably already to bring said it up before we even got to this part of the so- segment. But the segment. <laughs> and Johnny, let's move on. Next topic. And this one, I will say before we get into it. Make sure to go on Apple Podcasts, give the rate and review um, the Rick and Johnny Podcast. Every five-star rating we get means the world to us, gets us into the ears you change that of more people. Up a little bit. Uh, well, people <laughs> got upset that I was that it sounded like I was telling them what to do. Um, of course, we're expecting five stars. Please that's the kind give of, me five oh, stars. I. It's like Dave says. I think I put in a five star effort each and every show. Oh, I should. So why shouldn't I get a five? star I should star fix on the wording because I didn't. Par- I didn't paraphrase that right. Give me five stars. No, please give please me five. Give me five stars. Well, uh, since you said please, I'm gonna see. Did we have we gotten a review yet? My podcasts are moving around because people are updating theirs. Oh um, shit! Let's see our reviews on. Apple Podcast, 
Hey, look at that. The Rick and Johnny podcast. Five out of five, Johnny. Five out of five. Thank you. We actually have two I can read for the Rick and Johnny podcast. And I will wait. What does that mean? I will throw that people wrote down like actual words and oh, reviewed okay. it. Okay, I'm like, um, like, like, are there some of them inappropriate so to bring of, up? One of our loyal fans, um, <laughs> Sung Sung Hyun. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Still, um, very good podcast on comics, movies, TV shows, etc. Gave us a five out of five. Thank you. Um, and then Nick Nick Peaks. Said, found you guys on YouTube and just can't get enough. Love the MVP. Thanks for doing what you do, smiley face. No, thank also you. Also gave us a five-star rating. You guys can be like those two. And every five-star rating really, really helps us out. It's really good that the Rick and Johnny podcast is a perfect five out of five. Um, but now I know that I said that. There's going to be one guy that's like, time to mess this up. I'll give you a four. Um, and I, if you do that, I don't like you because you ruined my five out of five. But let's move into the next <laughs> thing we're going to talk about. And it's basically... So last I mean, they week, say two out of three ain't bad, so I, I'll take it. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. Um, but basically, and there were more reviews in that, just people didn't write them down. Oh, I'm just, I'm see, when you said there's two I can read, I go, yeah. what was written in there? No, there were two that actually wrote down Yeah, comments. no, no, I was thinking you like. You thought they were inappropriate. Maybe inappropriate. Yeah. You know, like maybe one of the comments we got the one time we uh, streamed on. Basically, was, yeah. Yeah, when we did the. We uh, still never did that topic. No, we didn't. Uh, and that would probably be for a. Uh, um, one of the weird ones, and I'll podcast just you know, screw it. I'll just go ahead and say it. one of the weird ones we got when Dave and I did a podcast. Oh, was really? Someone wanted us to have sex on the table, and I was like, "Well, can't do that on YouTube." I mean, you one, one, I'm not into that. Teach their own. Um, two, can't do that on YouTube. I mean, so, you I mean, and Dave. I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> Uh, there is a reason why his family were going to Vegas in <laughs> July, and his family's like. So should we expect anything? Not expect so y- anything. You guys are getting the um. Oh, we're the getting fla- the full package. The Flash ring and the yes, Green we're getting, Lantern we're ring. We're getting the full package. Is there some Batman ring? I'm not re- thinking no, about. No, I'm just getting the Flash ring. Are they, the, the, green the Green Lantern ring is fine. Okay. Um, Dave can have his Flash you ring. And your vows in brightest day, <laughs> in I blackest just, night. The Green Lantern core. <laughs> no, your no, villain shall escape my sight. So basically, watch. No, no, no. On top of that, Dave. I give Dave the Flash ring. He gives me a Utila belt. <laughs> I know it's not a ring, but it fits better. Um, Does it? But let's go into what we're actually going to talk yes. about. And we were supposed to do this last week, but because of Johnny not being able to do I'll the just podcast, say it. you can say it. I, had, it. I had horrible gout. Okay. For yeah, those, if you want to say it, go know. ahead. Those that don't know, yeah. just look it up. Beginning it's, of the podcast, it was one of those things where- I'm not sa- that sensitive well, about it. And so. here's the thing. I didn't- Faux pas on me. Yeah. Forgot to ask you, because- Certain people are like, hey, I don't want that being known. I don't want specifics being out there. You had a gout flare up. You couldn't do a podcast. Yeah, I couldn't. I and God, I'm trying to figure out what the Johnny's hell. Johnny's like, I'm not sensitive. <laughs> I'm not sensitive about it. Go ahead. I don't I don't care if they can know about it. I, that's fine. And and I'm just I'm still trying to figure out what to do about yeah. it. So And that's the way I That's am. why I had a flare up because I we the last time I missed mm-hmm. the podcast was because I had a horrible Horrible mm-hmm. version version of it. Yeah. Last yes, last week's was more so I couldn't come in because I yeah. was trying to get rid of it before work. Well, and you even texted me and you're like, hey, man, it's flared up. And I was like, hey, man, you do you. Your health is more important. Yeah. Um, 
than this, basically. We could miss one week. But we saw Dark Phoenix yep. last week. Didn't do the movie review. This is going to be our pseudo this is gonna be movie review. Modified for you guys, so you can just kind of get a quick one. I love how I was like, yeah, we won't have to do the whole intro, but basically have done a whole intro into the segment that would have taken up the full time anyways. So we are going to, for the sake of this being the modified version, we're not going to do the first part we usually do. We're not going to do a non-spoiler we're going to jump right in. So if you, after two weeks, if you haven't seen it, I mean, with, I'll say this, don't, don't go see it. Just watch, just listen to this podcast. I know Johnny's going to say, go see it. I'm going to say not go see it. There's your non-spoiler um, section. That's just non-spoiler. Because um, I was not a fan of this and you guys will tell but johnny jumping into spoiler we, mode, we, we sort of went in with different mentalities anyways i yes i went in with the fact of i was not expecting a lot but here's the thing oh and, I, I i'll explain mine after you're done yeah but here's also the thing of like and dave brought this up because last week yeah i vented a lot to dave because we recorded <laughs> on saturday and sunday so i vented a lot to him and he said the thing that you gotta base it off of is first off, usually after I've seen a movie, as time goes by from Friday to Sunday as we record, today we're doing Saturday, so it's a little different. Yeah. Um, but between Friday to Sunday, I usually get lighter. Like I'm harsher right after seeing oh, yeah, the you movie than that <laughs> Sunday. This is a movie, Johnny, two days after the fact was harsher than when I saw the movie. We are sitting now over a week, two weeks, since we yeah, over a week since we've yeah, seen the week. movie. I am still as pissed off as I was last week. And Dave even said, if Ricky doesn't like a movie, it must be a bad movie because there are some movies that I like that are truly terrible movies. Um, so that's what I was going in with, not expecting to be overwhelmed not even expecting to be whelmed and i wasn't even underwhelmed i was less than underwhelmed now you can describe what your mindset oh i mine's gonna be a lot shorter than yours (laughs) i just went in with a this doesn't matter anyways yeah because marvel disney is gonna fix Mm -hmm. all this after new mutants and that's and that's the first thing that i just want like yeah so I shouldn't say fix all this. It's it's just going to restart. I'll say that because the topic of this is why was it so bad? One of the points that usually – so there's a reviewer that Dave and I um, usually watch, and it's not for every movie. It's just certain movies. Um, His name's Movie Bob. Yeah. And I'll be honest. He's the type of critic where he is different than us to where he is a much more – harsher movie critic yeah he points so I've out heard. he points out a lot of weak points because like he's that type of a critic he like he's more of a critic than we are we're just two guys influencers giving you our appearance i even hate that word influencer we're not um, we're 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 just talking about the movie yeah and telling you what we thought of it um and there are points like this one where I'll we say, try to actually tell you like it. things and when we get to our spoilers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we try and tell you like what in the movie, like what happened in the movie. So if you do the- end up watching our spoiler section before going to see the movie, you have an idea if you're going to like it. Yeah, but he said something that I totally was on the same wavelength with, 
where he's like, can this be the first movie where we don't just give the studio our money because they slap the name of the property on it? Like, for example, can we not give Fox our money just because it says X-Men? Like, can this just be like a, hey, it's a terrible movie and just not go and see it? And not like, I'll give you this example. So my mom works with, she's got um, an analyst at work mm-hmm. that's around our age. She's about two years older than us. Okay. But my mom, when she tells me about him, is like spitting image of me. Likes the same stuff we like, same personality as me. It's basically like having her son at work. Um, and she's like, yeah, he was talking about how he still has to go see X-Men. And I was like, just tell him don't go see it. Just don't see it. And he was like, I have to go see it. It's X-Men. And I told my mom, I'm like, no, tell him to not give them their your money just because it's X-Men. Because it's a bad movie. I mean, I get where he's coming from at the same time because you've kind of been mm-hmm. following this this whole time. You kind of just want to see how it ends. Even if it's a train wreck. I would look at it. If I'm that sense. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. I would basically go back. If I could go back in time. I would tell my past self, here it is. I have laid out everything that happens in the movie. Read it. Tell me if you still want to see it. And myself would read it and go, oh, no, I will just do the review off of this. And that's what I would do. I would not go see the movie if I had a second chance to go see it. So, like, not wait for Netflix and give it the oh, $1.50 instead? If, or- I, if it was on Netflix and I was already paying for Netflix... Fine, I'd watch or it. Or like Voodoo, not Voodoo. But um, I would not Redbox. I would not pay. We paid extra money because we saw it in 3D too. Yeah. I would not do that if I had this chance to it. And the whole reason why for me is, number one, I felt like the entire per- like premise of the Dark Phoenix story was like somebody read the comic, read the comic, Watched the animated series and then watched. Um, I'll say X3. they did one thing better than the uh, the X three movie. Okay, it still wasn't good. One thing what I did they do no, better. They actually made it from space. Okay, so <laughs> it, I'm not arguing with you. To me, because guess what? You're going to hear it and be surprised when I say this. I agree with you. Don't waste your time going to see it in thank theaters. Thank you. Holy shit! That that's a revelation to me. You want to know why? Because. For for those of you who don't know, Johnny is usually a much gracious reviewer. The than only I way am. I'm going to say go see it in theaters if you really want to go see how this train train wreck ends. I still wouldn't, but I understand. I, I understand. I get that it. Decision. If you're the type that's been following, yes, this. I like. I understand the decision. I personally would not, and don't know why you would. Um, but I'm not going to like call you some, stupid. Some for people that are like, I have to see like, it for myself. Like. The thing I was saying, I would still be that way. I'd like I gotta see it for myself, no matter if some if past mm-hmm. future me came back and said, "Here, here's the whole, here's the, everything." I like I need to see it for myself. So it's like they took all three: the X Men movie, yeah, the animated sorry. series, the comic, and was like, "Hey, we're gonna have like it's in space, right? Oh, the Dazzler dances, right? Like that's it, like." And you know what? Come I, on, you like that part? Oh, I did. I did. It was a good like. It was a good Easter egg. Yeah. But like, it was like someone digested all three content and was like, "We're just gonna throw random stuff here and there." This is the movie, right? And here's the other thing that I was thinking about. 
Disney and Kevin Feige getting involved yeah. was bad for this movie. Think so? Good for Marvel Entertainment, bad for the movie. Because you want to know what those aliens were supposed to be, Johnny? The Kree. They were supposed to be the Kree, but Marvel came in and because the rumor we talked about beforehand is that, is that it was what supposed that was to be, supposed to be. So they were saying it was supposed to be very similar to a Marvel movie. Huh. Sophie Turner has come out and said the entire third act was supposed to be in space. Oh, they shit. changed the Dark Phoenix look to look less, less like Captain Marvel. The aliens were originally supposed to be a form of the, or I'm sorry, not the Kree, a form of the Skrull. Oh, okay. But Marvel came in and Kevin Feige was probably like, yeah, so we got this movie coming out where we're using the Skrull. Should probably change that. Should probably change this. And that to me, that to me is the part that pissed me off the most about this movie is the villain because there's even a part and I'm taking this from movie Bob because I watched his because I didn't think about it until he brought it up where he said Chastain's character, that Vuk character, mm-hmm. where at times it feels like she was written as a different character because there's some scenes where like, for example, in the bar where she almost feels like part of Jean's conscience. Yeah. And like in her head to where other people can't see her. But then there's other points where obviously like Professor X could see her. So it's like there's the miscontinuity there. But like just overall of those aliens was like, what the hell are you doing? First off, yes, I know the scroll are in the comics for Dark Phoenix Saga, but they are not the main thing. Like the whole reason there's an alien like because the aliens in this movie want the Dark Phoenix power for themselves. In the comics, it's Lilandra, and I believe the animated series did this also straight from the comic. Lilandra yes. and her whole, like, basically group. race group was like, hey, we're mad at you because Gene blew up a planet with people, which apparently the aliens in this are the same name of those aliens that died on that planet. Um, but Gene didn't blow it up. The Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, Force did, itself. Which to me, I'm like, Ugh, and it just makes me angry. But in the comic, Gene blows it up. They get mad at her. And yes, the whole third act of that comic, I don't think you do in the movie, where they basically have a battle to the death X-Men versus like Creed, the Skrull are there, and they both want the Phoenix Force destroyed. But to me, I was sitting there going, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Why are they in there? Because it didn't it, it didn't make sense. And it totally like the changes they made felt like bad changes. Like, I understand why they did, because Disney came in and was like, hey, change this. Um, we don't want you bringing down Captain Marvel or people thinking, wow, Captain Marvel did it. Because I get you'd get that kind of thought process that me from mean. people Simpsons did it um, <laughs> basically that's what you would get but like you made it to where the continuity wasn't even there and they just felt pointless and shoehorned into the movie somewhat I mean I guess it, it needed some sort of drive in there because the Phoenix mm-hmm. Force how they played how they played it was not enough mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I get the aliens being there. And that's there. a problem of Gene's character development. Yeah. Where it, the Phoenix Force is supposed to be, wow, Gene has these crazy powers that you can't control. And now we're turning it up to 11. Where in this, it just felt like, oh, I have the Phoenix Force. I am evil now. Urgh. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff, I have to back it up where it's like mm-hmm. some of the things they got better than, let's say, let's put it this way. At least they got a few of the things better than X3. Yeah, but I cared about those characters more than these ones. That's true. You haven't liked them. You haven't liked them for a while, though. Yeah, but like that's the say. thing where the thing that the original did was, yes, there were things that this one did better than the original. Yeah. Um, like the whole Phoenix Force like, actually thing, not just being part of her, but they did the same thing where she still blows up. Um, but there's also the part where no, it's no, like, she did not blow up in X three. I yeah, she did. No, because well, they had the the whole. Unless I'm thinking it happened in... Wolverine stabbed her. Yeah, but there was also the scene with the huge crater. Like in the... I remember it was a crater with water around it after she blew up, I thought. Unless that happened in X2 and she came back in what X3. She happened, what happened in X2 is she was... Basically, that's what unlocked the Phoenix Force because she, the dam busted. Did she blow up in that one and then came back she in She didn't blow up. What happened is the dam busted, the ship wouldn't, the plane wouldn't go up, so she used her powers to lift the plane up, like the thrusters mm-hmm. to pick it up wouldn't go. So she used her powers to hold back the water while doing that, and she, like, basically you can see the flames starting mm-hmm. around her. And finally, as she got the ship up, water, she, like, let, let the water go, and it mm-hmm. rushed around her. And it's the Phoenix Force that, Phoenix Force, okay. and that one that saved her. I'll be honest. I haven't rewatched it since. I haven't either. I just remember. Um, but like for me, I felt like that was one of the big things that goes into the character development for me. Of like the Phoenix Force didn't feel like there was no development from Jean Grey besides the I killed my parents. Why did you hide that from me? Like, and to me, it's like, oh, but she didn't kill her parents in the comics. Why did we have to make her kill her mom? Why did we have to be like, oh, you killed your mom and then your dad wanted to get rid of you? Like, to me, I was like, it would have been so much, like, better if they didn't do that. And I get, like I told you, they had to maybe do something like that because they referenced in the other films the kind of trauma that she had and why Professor X had to go into her head. But, like, the character, to me, the biggest gripe, I'll just get to it. Character characters being true to who they are. We've mm-hmm. talked about that in numerous things, especially DC properties where we said yeah. they weren't true. They haven't been true to the characters in the ones that were bad. And I have a stre- screen rant article here that basically, in my mind, puts together everything that I was thinking. Okay. And here's how I want to do it. I want to throw it at you. So I'm going to throw you characters Tell you what I think, tell you what, a little bit about what the article says, and then get your thought on each character in the movie as well. Are they right? Are they wrong? What's Johnny thinking? The first one is Jean Grey, where they put Jean Grey was a shadow of the real Dark Phoenix. And for me, how it felt, and like I've said before, where it didn't really feel like the Dark Phoenix Force did, like... There was no conflict. 
And when I say that, it's supposed to be, with me, the Phoenix Forces, Gene is constantly fighting it. Where I'm trying to control my powers, which are already hard because I'm a super strong mutant. Now I've got them turned up to max capacity and even there some because I've got the Phoenix Force. They mention this in the movie because like when Beast is like, wow, you're off the charts. I need to make a new machine. Cool. Like that I'm fine with because she's supposed to be off the charts with the Phoenix Force. But her personality and I want to say I'm not blaming Sophie Turner for this. I'm blaming the script writers and I'm blaming mm. Simon Kingsburg because for this. let's be fair her part that mm-hmm. she got to actually I'll, I'm sorry to interrupt on it but yeah go ahead her part that she actually got to kind of show in there you could see her sort of doing her part she did the best she did you, the best with what she was but let's out. say her acting itself you can see her doing her part it's mm-hmm. just the script wasn't there for it right yeah where she the Simon Kingsburg gave her shit. And she gave us the best she could yeah. pull out of that. Um, and there's even, let's see, um, there was an article I saw it also. Let's see, Sophie Turner didn't know Dark Phoenix plans when joining. Da, da, da. Um, there was one I saw where I thought she was unhappy or... Okay, I, I'm not going to look for it because it'll waste time. Um, but for me, it was basically... Instead of having a conflict with Gene, mm-hmm. it was more like, oh, we're. I basically saw in the comic that she looked evil when Moriarty um, basically took her over. We're going to go with that kind of a style. You look dark and gritty and you are now evil, Gene. They call you Phoenix now. I hated that line so much. Hate it in the trailer. Hate it even more in the movie. You hear what the kids are calling you? What? Phoenix. It's like, oh, I get it. But uh, the next one, Professor X. So Professor X's deconstruction causes problems for his future. And to just go in on that a little bit, here's what they say in the article for this. So X-Men Dark Phoenix is a deconstruction of uh, Xavier's dream and... As such, it shines a fascinating light on Charles Xavier's methods and motives. In the end, Professor X has acknowledged that he is more of a villain than he is a hero, as noble as his goal may be. He's crossed far too many lines and even used his powers to manipulate the ones he loved. The film ends with Xavier retiring as headmaster of of the school, replaced by Beast, and withdraws from the world clearly a broken man oddly this is one aspect of dark phoenix that actually works since about the mid 90s the x-men comics have enjoyed conducting just this kind of deconstruction of charles xavier using very similar plot devices to question his uh, morality while it's a fascinating portrayal the comics have proved that it has significant flaws. Most notably, writers have struggled to work out a role for a post-destruction Xavier. Had they continued, the Fox movies would have to face the same challenge, not least because Xavier needs to somehow become headmaster of the school again by the 2023 version of the future um, in Days of Futures Past, 
in order to not break the established continuity. Um, and for me, the whole thing that the only thing that I had a problem with Charles is, and this is from me and Mark reading the comic beforehand is I kind of wanted to see that him not becoming headmaster be more of like a, not solely because of his morality and him becoming like a villain, but also the side I really liked in the comic, the kind of conflict that he had with Cyclops because, and this will get into Cyclops Mm -hmm. too when we get in there, but Mm -hmm. In the comics, Cyclops is becoming the leader of the X-Men. Yeah. And him and Charles kind of have that kind of fight where basically in the the panels, Cyclops goes, and I'm paraphrasing here, dude, you got to back the fuck off. Like, you got to back off. Let me lead this team. Because there's a scene where Charles has the team doing um, kind of a simulator and Cyclops is like, what are you doing? Like, we just went out on a mission. Let them rest. And he goes, no, we got to work for the next one. And Cyclops is like, dude, you, you've entrusted me to, like, lead this team. I led this team while you were out doing whatever you were. Let me lead this team. I can't lead it if you're going to micromanage everything. Me, personally, I wanted to see more of that. But I understood what they had to do with Xavier because mm-hmm. that's what they set up in the past movies to where it'd be pointless if they didn't. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I liked, I'm trying to think how to say this. Mm-hmm. I liked what they did with Xavier for what they were working off mm-hmm. of. Cause they didn't give Cyclops a big enough of a role into the X-Men just yet. And I'm going to, and I'm going to get, and I know you don't like that. I know you don't like that. I didn't mind it only because they made him a student. Whereas they probably could have had it more of Raven mm-hmm. or Beast kind of taking that role on at that point then. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. To justify what you were going well, off of. And here's the thing. I'll pull Cyclops into it where they say Cyclops is wasted again. And for me. Yeah, he is wasted. He was barely like he barely played a part in this movie. He doesn't play a big part in the, the, any of these movies so far. And that's what I hated about this one because for the dark like. For Dark Phoenix, not even the whole Charles Xavier thing, like that I could get over if they played more into him and Jean. And I know we had one scene in her bedroom where they kissed and they were kind of talking about the changes that were going on. But this was supposed to be like throughout the comic where they even have in the comic, like Jean sets up a um, mind link between them to where it's like, hey, no matter what happens – we're connected by the mind, so we can talk telepathically, and we can kind of, like, if I get sent into a dream world, you're coming with me kind of a thing, mm-hmm. so that I always have you with me. But there was no relationship here. They didn't build that relationship between Gene and Scott. They should have been building up since the last movie. Exactly. And, like, when the whole thing happened at the end with the whole climax of, like, Gene basically dying— I didn't feel for anything with Scott because it's like you didn't build that relationship. So why should I believe that Scott cares? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they show that they have a deep relationship, mm-hmm. but I mean, we didn't have the feeling behind it. I agree with you mm-hmm. on that. So the Raven one, I think, is easy. Um, they put Mystique's role is utterly underwhelming. My only thing with that is 
I kind of like what they did at the beginning with her, um, having her be like that conflict to the X-Men. Yeah. But then they kill her. Like, that was the whole thing of like, I don't mind killing her. Don't show me in the train you're going to kill me. Or you're going to kill her. That's what I was about to say. They shouldn't have showed it in the trailer. Also, I'll be honest, they got lazy on the makeup. Did they? Tell she's got way less scales and less. Yeah, you're right. Than they she used to. She's more like now it's just the forehead. Humanized, like the yeah. Cheek. Like yeah. it used to be like the cheeks and part of the neck and, and the. So the and only, I get it. Maybe they like the only like, oh, thing I'll say her about a bit. the only thing I'll say about that. Yeah, is maybe that plays into what she was talking about with Beast. Where so she's like, well, we want don't we want to go and live like normal lives? And Beast was like, no, this is the life we fought for. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is not the life I fought for. I don't know about you, but I wanted to live a normal life. She's like, we fought for this to have normal lives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah. Well, we're kind of the X-Men now, sweetie. So uh, kind of think about that. And I mean, they could have made her death and her role so much more impactful because it's not even like, a, oh, you shouldn't have killed her. Like, yeah, you could have ki- you could have killed her. Don't show me and in the made trailers. It impact me. That was one. Just that to, was the big part. Because we to all be knew, as soon as we saw her go Flying back in back. the trailer, she's gonna die. Part of me was hoping like because the next scene was Im- immediately what we see from Jean Grey with her crying. Why would Jean be crying? Because she killed her friend. Yeah, like come on, that's marketing. Why would you do that? Um, Magneto. They say the arc is tired and familiar. I won't argue with that. It's the same Magneto story. Is he a villain? Is he not? It's the same thing where it's like, he's not the villain. Charles is the villain. I mean, Fassbender's, again, a good job as Magneto, but... Exactly. He was given shit. Given what you're handed. Tried to polish it as much. Tried to polish that turd as much as he could, but it's still a turd at the end of the day. Um, And that's not Don't shit in my hand and call it chocolate. Basically, here's the big one for me, and this is probably... If I had to rank it, my, I'm going to take Jean out of the equation because, of course, she's the main character. So, of course, she's got to be the most important. But out of everyone else, Cyclops, I'm pissed off at the most. This character, I'm pissed off at the second most. Beast. Beast. And they said Beast's resolution doesn't make sense. Now, my thought after the movie was that it didn't fit the Beast that I'm used to seeing. More emotional not as quite diplomatic. Here's the thing that they bring up that I didn't think of. Okay. So let's just take the beast that they've shown us, a emotional beast. Why, when he becomes headmaster, would he name the school after the girl or after the woman that killed the one he loved? Yeah, exactly. Why would he name it after Jean Grey after all the shit she did? Compared to all the good that Raven Raven tried to do for the X-Men. Like, it seems like a, well, you know, they called it the Jean Grey school in the comics, so I guess that's what we got to do. Kick in the face like to uh, the storyline. Like, with Charles, you stay with what you built, but with Beast, nah, fuck that. We're going to pull a 180 and do something different. What did you think of Beast in this? I... That part I agree with you. It's kind of dumb they named it the Gene Scroll, the Gene Scroll, the Gene Gray School for Mutants. Um, but I didn't necessarily mind that he kind of went like from Beast to mm-hmm. kind of off on an emotional tangent because the girl he was falling in love with or mm-hmm. was in love with was murdered. 
Well, it doesn't make sense to me. And how she talked about, like, right before that, talked about having that normal life. A normal life. And And she wanted it with him. And I get even more because he talked her out of it. Mm -hmm. Which then it comes into the, I blame myself for a big chunk of this. Mm -hmm. But, and that's why I I get where they went off on, he went off on the emotional of, Mm -hmm. yeah, fuck it. Let's go kill her. I agree with Magneto for once. Mm Because the whole time he never agreed with Magneto. Yeah. Throughout the other series, he never agreed with mm-hmm. Magneto because Magneto is the, yeah, let's kill him. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to be diplomatic. He was the diplomatic type. Yeah. Because anytime he's like, hey, I need you to beast out. <sighs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. And he did it because it had to be done, but he yeah. didn't like it. This time it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to follow my emotions. This bitch needs to die. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, I agree with you. He kind of went back into his diplomatic way, but. Uh, the only thing that I can, and this is me very loosely defending it, because mm-hmm. it should have been the Raven home for, or whatever her full name was, Raven something. Yeah. Can't or remember. even the Mystique, Mystique School. I would have gone with her her real name. her The Raven I'll blah, blah, blah. Up. Yeah, you look for Raven Darkholm or something, I think. Um, school for Mutants. But it should have, because he should be mad at Jean Grey. But the only reason I could say I can sort of defend it is because she saved all of them in the very end there. Mm-hmm. Like, she saved all their lives and, de- in quotes, destroyed the Phoenix Force. Let's see. Yeah, this one's just telling me Mystique Raven. Um, uh, X-Men. Yeah. Full name? Maybe if I put that into freaking uh, Google, it'll help me. Um, yep, you're right. Darkholm. Okay, yeah. the, it should have been was, like the the Raven Darkholm. It was Raphael Raven Darkholm. It should have been Raven Darkholm. Yeah, school for mutants. Mutants. Uh, but I mean, that's the only re- only way I can, reason I can defend them to call it the Jean Grey. Otherwise, you're right. It just kind of shoot a horn in from the comics. The last three to me are going to be quick ones because okay. they were the like if we were talking about side characters, these were the side side characters. First one, they say Nightcrawler breaks his pacifist role. I loved they just, it. They look like I actually love that get, part. Like I get it. The scene didn't look bad, but if you're talking as the character from the comics, like in the comics, and I get it, might have been a different time. Like it was a different time. Um, <laughs> it may have been a different time. It might have been a different time. No, nope, pretty um, sure it was a different time. <laughs> but like in the comics. Kurt is a, like, I'm Catholic, I've got a moral code, this is, like, and that's been him. Yeah. This has always been, and yet again, if they would have had a better job of character development. Oh, for sure. Maybe I would understand, okay, this is why he breaks that moral code. This is the flip. But in the comics, he is is the one that's like, this is my moral code, and I am not going to break this. Yeah. I am not because of my faith. Yeah, like, no, if they kind of played into that more, kind of mm-hmm. like they did actually, that's the, what they did right in the, X, uh, the X-Men's uh, one, mm-hmm. two, 1, 2, and Last Stand, Yeah, is they actually played into his role as a Catholic. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. They didn't play enough into the Catholic role, Catholic role mm-hmm. but it was kind of, you did still kind of see the, fli- the f- switch flip. Yeah. Because all it was all passive, like... Everything he did, everything beforehand was all passive. He never mm-hmm. fought, never anything. Just, hey, go get him and bring him back. Yeah. It was always a transport. Mm-hmm. Now, this time, was like, grabs the knife, mm-hmm. stabbing and slicing. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
that he he can and what he did, he snapped a guy's neck with his tail. Yeah, I just for me it was. So I mean, it the, was one of those to where I'm I, like, did we need it? The flip wasn't as impactful, mm-hmm. but it was. I liked seeing it. And I wonder if we still got that if they did the battle in space. Because yet again, the third act when they were on the train was all changed. Because originally that third act was supposed we to may be in have. space. Because again, it was in. Would it have been different if he was killing a scroll compared to killing. Maybe, but I well, mean. Well, I mean, technically, it was killing an alien. It was killing um, an alien. I mean, it just. What drove him over the edge is the guy he tried to save couldn't save. And yeah. it's like, that was it. This, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. With the Mr. Nice Guy act yeah. at this moment. These aliens mm-hmm. need to, like, there's no... Unless they thought we would kind of, hey, he's killing aliens, so it doesn't, like, aliens don't mean, Catholics don't believe in aliens, aliens don't so mean, I can kill them. Aliens don't matter. Yeah, aliens don't matter. Alien lives don't matter. <laughs> um, Storm's power changes are the most development she gets. Spot on. Like... She is, like, the first thing that it says after that, Storm doesn't really exist as a character in X-Men Dark Phoenix at all. Kind of, yeah. Like, she is what about it? The lines I remember are maybe two lines from her. Not a lot of lines, you're right. The whole thing. And at the end, it's like, here is Storm's power! All right, that's all she gets. And Storm is such a cool character to where it's like, I wish we... And plus, like, I can't think of the ex's name off the top of my head. Um, but I told oh, you. I got it. Hold on. She looks like a storm that I could see being paired up with Black um, Panther. Alexandra Ship. She looks like a storm that I could see being paired up with um, Chadwick um, Boseman. Yeah. Because um, they're supposed to be married, Black Panther and Storm. Here's the one I, you know what? Like, I don't mind it, um, but I understand why they did it. Quicksilver was written out at speed. Basically, it's like, hey, we're going to give you the Quicksilver we like at the beginning, show you he's OP, but then we're going to have Dark Phoenix, basically Superman flash him, and then he's out for the whole movie. So we don't get like- Until a, the end. Until we, so we don't get like an OP basically, it's power like, struggle. That, like, that wouldn't be a problem if you didn't make him so broken in the first place. Um, and then an interesting tidbit, they say bonus- even Wolverine doesn't come out undamaged. Um, and what they say here is basically they're taking a quote from Simon Kingberg or Kinberg. I think I've been saying his name the whole the whole time wrong. Kinberg. Um, he did an interview with Rolling Stones and this is so and explained that it was basically why they didn't include Wolverine mm-hmm. was because of this. If you know Dark Phoenix story, You'd want to really service the love story between Logan and Gene. Um, And I think the notion of Hugh Jackman, as great as he looks for his age, and Sophie Turner, Uh. it didn't sit well with me or anyone else. Here's the thing I think of, and the article goes on to say this. If you think of the comic, unless I missed it, wasn't a huge love story. Like Wolverine was more of like creepy stalker than actual like competition. Yeah, no, it's the only the only part was the Phoenix Force part of Gene liked Wolverine. Yeah, because of his power and stuff. Because of the fact A, they could be together, mm-hmm. and B, he was considerably animalistic and mm-hmm. more um volatile, mm-hmm. just like the Phoenix Force liked. Yeah, because they like they even say here. In fact, in the comics, Logan and Gene haven't really had 
that much of a romance. Wolverine has been more of a creepy stalker than a would-be suitor. Um, but I believe in the animated series, That's what they I was dove into of. it more. Yeah. Because um, the comics, I don't remember them having a romance at all. I didn't like read the, the comics, so I don't know for that one. But I do remember the end. Mm-hmm. I was going off the animated series, yeah. and that was the one where it's like because in that the animated Phoenix series, Force mm-hmm. liked Wolverine, yeah. not Jean Grey herself necessarily. Well, they tried to they played off of that in love, the original, basically trilogy. The love triangle. Yeah, um, and I get like I wasn't expecting them to add Wolverine into this. No, um, he's done anyway. I liked so. him. It, did he? Pl- I liked him in Days of Futures Past because you had to have him in that one cameo. Yeah, um, but like you haven't had him in any other movie, so why would you? Th- was he in the? I think he was in. Was he in one of them before? What was? No, the he was in. He was in Days of Futures Past. He was mm-hmm. a cameo in Apocalypse. Or no, was it first? It was first class where he says a, "fuck." That's off. another cameo, but he yeah. was a cameo in first in uh, Apocalypse where um she they are they're in uh the X twenty three. No, but he has X-23. the bone claws. Because no, we saw him with bone. We claws. just got the adamantium claws. He's in the um. God damn, I forgot mm-hmm. the forgot the program's name. Weapon X. Weapon X program. Mm-hmm. Gene kind of they they let him out. He kills a shit ton of guards. You're right. It was, and then she kind of slowly goes up to him and like You're right. I gave You're him right. his, I gave him his name. You're right. Um No, but I thought wasn't he in a move wasn't he in one of these where at the end basically he gets wrapped up they wrap him up in the like yeah, that was um, Days of Futures gets... Past. Okay, he had the bone claws. That's then, right. You're right. And then he wakes up. You're right. I'm thinking Days of Futures Past. You're totally right. Um, and the funny thing is like how how you were like, oh, he was in Age of Apocalypse, and I was like, was he? Um, one of the jokes that Movie Bob said, yeah, was like he mentions Age of Apocalypse, and he goes. Oh come on! Like you, like you're telling me you watched that movie more than one time, and I was like, "No, you're right. I only watched it once in theaters, and never watched it again because I never had the uh, thought to." Um, is there anything that you think we haven't touched with this? No, I think we, we... kind of went character through character. Yeah, you could tell I hated this movie. Like the aliens were the worst part, like worst thing in the world to me. They wanted to make me throw up. Um, like it. It made me think they wasted Jessica Chastain. They wasted her. They had her in this movie, and they wasted her as an actress in this movie. Like, and it did nothing special for me. Even, like, the ending was like, and it made me throw up in my mouth. I'll ask you. We do it at the end of every movie. I'll start. We'll start with the rating. What's your rating for this movie? Out of what? Out of five, out of five piles of vomit. No, no, come on. We always do what, something from the movie. What do you want to do from the movie? I'm um, up for anything. I'm trying to think. Five what? dead mystiques. Five spaceships. Five dead aliens. Five dead aliens. We saw a lot of those happen. Um, let's do. We could do five Magneto helmets. It's probably the most iconic thing from this. Five chess pieces, because it was at the end. There you go. And the end five was probably... The, the end was the best. It's it was getting over. a five. No. Um, 2.5 out of five. All right. Can you guess mine? A one. A one. Only... And the only reason I'm giving it a... Eh, here's the question for you. Huh. 
I don't think we've ever had this stipulation in there. Did we ever say, could we technically give a movie a zero? I don't know. If I'm saying never to go see it and not waste your money, would that be a zero out of five? Because a one would be like a one would be like you should still like not that it's good, but a one is like, hey, if you go and see it, I'm not I'm going to I'm going to keep it as a one only because I don't like because you still said the understanding of if someone wants to go go and see it to finish this out. I will say a one. We will keep the we will make it a rule today. We don't give zeros out of fives. Yeah. Uh, let's put it this way. It has to be a zero out, out of five, five as we walked would be out. If we walked out. Um, okay. So a one out of five, because so I did stay for zero the out of five thing. is a Delta farce, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that reference <laughs> up. Um, who is your show stealer? Fuck. I can't. Cause mine's easy. You go ahead and go first. Cause I got to think about this. Cause N a doesn't exist. I'm not giving it. I really? Re- I, Johnny, we can do that. Johnny, when we saw the, here's the thing, because we've never ran into this before. I've never ran into this problem before, to where I didn't want to give a show stealer, and for two weeks, I have, or for a week, I should say, because it's only a couple days after the movie we would have recorded it last week. I have struggled in my head to where part of me wanted to give a show stealer because. To show, like, basically to show respect to the actor or actress. Yeah. Because, you know what? They did put in the work. It's not their fault the movie sucked. Yeah, no. But then there's a part of me that says, I don't like participation trophies, and I refuse to give one out. So I am not giving a show stealer for this horrible movie. What I should have did for The Mummy, I'm doing for this one. I'm putting my foot down, damn it. Ricky's making an example. <laughs> Ricky didn't have the guts to make an example of the mummy, so he's making an example out of this one. That was we were very new to movie reviews two yeah. years ago. I would go back in time and tell myself to do the God, same thing. I'm trying to think. Johnny's like, well, if you're not going to give one, I have to give one. I feel like it's I, just so hard to I'm pick. Just, I'm trying to think if there's someone that kind of at least did a good job with what they had, which we talked about in this that Fastbender mm-hmm. did. Um, Sophie Turner did mm-hmm. like they did good with what they had, but still, I mean, I would say this: if I was gonna give one, and I don't want to influence you, before I decided to not give I'm one, I'm almost to give it to Holt. I was leaning towards Nicholas Holt Fuck it. because mine is Holt because because of the emotion he showed that he showed in that Fuck scene. It. Give with mine Charles. to Holt because he did show. That's the one I was leaning at. I'm like, Can you spell his name for uh, me. H O his first name. Oh. N I C H O L A S. And then H O U L T. Okay. So I've locked that in. I'm giving it to Holt because he hit the range of emotion he showed. I know you didn't like his storyline with that necessarily. I did. Because you didn't didn't like the non diplomatic beast. I Mm -hmm. like the swing in emotion back to diplomatic at the end. And what they gave him. He did a good job with exactly. it. Exactly. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give it to Holt. So there it is. I gave it a one. Johnny gives it a 2.5. Johnny's like, okay, where's that noise what coming the from? fuck? Because Johnny's like, I got nothing else to mute. He had a beep during the first segment. He's got a beep during this segment. Is he going to make it a three for three? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment <laughs> section about Dark Phoenix. If you saw it, didn't see it. 
this is basically the Ricky Widmer bitch about it, Bob, because I thought he it got was off his chest a terrible, terrible movie. But let us know what you guys think down below. But Johnny, let's close out the podcast taking a look at something near and dear to our hearts. And that is Marvel Avengers was announced at the Square Enix press conference for E3. I'm going to get your opinions on it. We're going to talk about the game because there's a little bit of a controversy right now around things. Before I do, make sure to check out Too Old the Game here on Most Valid Podcast. Dave Oster, Mark Weber, and myself talking about gaming each and every week. The newest episode that went up on podcast services around the world and our YouTube channel was our E3 recap and reactions. Dave and I went through it all. The Microsoft, the Ubisoft, or yeah, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Bethesda, EA, Nintendo, Square Enix gave our opinions and reactions about a ton of games from E3. Go ahead and check it out. It's a great listen. And in that podcast, Johnny... Dave and I talked about Marvel Avengers, and Dave and I got into a heated discussion about it. I don't think you and I will be as heated, and Dave was like, I mean, if you want, I could be. And Dave's like, I don't want want to take away things from you and Johnny, and we didn't. It's a different conversation, although I'm involved in both of them. Here's the first thing I want to ask, because you have not had a platform to say this, unless you did on Twitter. Um, What was your thought... After seeing whatever it is from E3 that you saw about the game. Other than some minor little, like, things that mm-hmm. need to be cleaned up in there, I'm excited for the game. Okay. I have this mic really high. I just realized that. Because it, ve- <laughs> it was a little different or a lot different than what we talked about the week before. Yeah, I agree with that. I it. did not expect, like, what we got. But I'm not upset about it because I'm excited to f- start off by playing Thor. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my first one. An actual throwing the hammer. Yes, I cannot wait. Well, the thing that it looks like is it looks like, well, multiplayer you'll get to choose. But for me, the thing from the gameplay looked like it's going to be a linear story. Jump from hero to hero. And it's going to like, it's going to put you what in I'm the saying, situation. What I'm saying, when we play, obviously yeah. we're going to play multiplayer. Exactly. And, and you're like, I'm going to play Thor. I'm going to play... Tell me that you're not going to play Cap. Me, Thor, will probably get... I die, though. I die, though. You die, die though. Yeah, I die, though. Yeah, but who knows if the the, mm-hmm. the story mode's going to be that. Yeah, well, the story mode... Or the, the, the multiplayer is going to be that. The thing I'm pumped about the story... Yeah. ...is that... So, from the... I can actually say it because it's in the trailer. From in the trailer, it looks like Cap dies... Um, on Avengers Day or A Day, they call it. Mm-hmm. And the thing that it looks like it may be setting up is like a Civil War esque kind of a storyline that, like, oh, heroes are then like registered or hunted um, because it looks like they're contemplating sort of the heroes going into hiding type thing. Exactly. So it looks like, like from the trailer, that like Thor mm-hmm. retires for a while. Yeah. Because his hammer is at Cap's grave or mm-hmm. monument. Yeah. Until you see it. And I mean, rattling. Come on, who else is worthy to pick that up? Exactly. I mean, what Cap and Thor? Are Basically, that, that, that we have enough? are the ones that are shown in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And Vision's the only one strong enough to pick it up. Well, it's not that he's not strong worthy. enough. It's elevator. Yeah. Elevator can pick it up. Elevator's not worthy. Um, Because Vision, we know he ain't worthy. Yeah, my thing is I'm excited to play as Vision's not even in this necessarily yet. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. The thing I was going to get to that I was most excited about 
is when they said any new characters that they add completely free. So you're oh, not going to have to buy like, oh, we're coming out with Black Panther. Buy them for five bucks. And he, it's basically like the, That's spi- awesome. the Spidey suits that Insomniac did. If they add a Black Panther thing to the story, boom, you get Black Panther for free. If they That's add cool. Hawk, like I know Dave's big thing was that there was no Hawkeye in it because um, he was pumped about Hawkeye. It was oh. funny because then I asked Mark about it the next day or two. And Mark's response was, who gives a shit about Hawkeye? Um, which I'm like, what am upset, Dave? Because, like, Mark's like, nobody cares about Hawkeye. He wasn't even in Infinity War. And I was like, yeah, but there was a reason why he wasn't in Infinity War, because his family got snapped away. Um, but Mark had that mindset of it. It was like, nobody, nobody's going to want it. He's got a bow and an arrow. Who cares? Which I was like, oh, Dave would be getting upset right now because I know Dave wants to play Dave as Hawkeye. Dave will now because he's probably uh, watching he's this. He's probably going to be like, well, fuck you too, Mark. I got a bone to pick to you, with you on too old the game. Uh, but let's get into the big story behind it. And yeah. I know for this I said I was going to not. Oh, I don't need my tablet open. <laughs> no, um, but I want to make sure I get these uh, – Quotes right um, from the article. So one of the big criticisms after the game was how the characters looked. Um, And there were many fans not happy with the character design. And I know you sent me an article. I read some of it, not all of it. Yeah. Um, But I believe your article was more about how um, the dev said, hey, we're listening. We're taking all the information um, back with us. Um, and we were excited that you guys were excited for the game. Um, well, apparently, according to SuperheroHype.com, mm-hmm. basically, Marvel De- Marvel Avenger designers won't change character design despite um, uh, backlash. And the quote that I'm getting here from lead creative director Sean S. Craig Um, is we are always listening to and welcome to feedback from our community. There are currently no plans to change our character's design. Um, Then there's a later one where he says, we wanted to clearly show that this was our spin on the Avengers. Even the way we cast these characters was based, as my Chrome was like, hey, we're going to make this page not available. Um, So basically... Even the way we cast these are char- these characters was based on our story and our narrative. Um, going on to that lead combat designer, Vince Napoli, said it's creating a new Marvel universe. We were creating a brand new thing in collaboration with Marvel, so it really did demand our own characters. Here's the thing I want to ask you, Johnny, hmm. is... Should the devs, should the designers change or rework the characters based on the backlash they're getting? No. I'm kind of tired of hearing about shit like that Mm -hmm. because guess what? They're allowed to have creative input on their stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not not going to be Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. It's not going to necessarily be the comics that you are reading. Mm-hmm. They are taking their own interpretations on it. And actually from this screenshot of the superhero hype one that you sent me, mm-hmm. I like what they're doing and because a lot of it makes sense. They have Black Widow as Black Widow. It's fine. She's a spy. She's not going to be wearing a lot other than maybe like 
that's black yeah. suit right there. She got her stingers. You know, like if you hit iconic things, that's fine. Like the only thing to me where it looked like they were like, all right, we took that straight from the MCU. Yeah. Was the the clothes that Bruce is wearing. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. The purple shirt with the dark <laughs> was it jeans? Yeah. Dark khakis, whatever yeah. they are. That's really the only thing from the MCU they took. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like I love I actually love and it's as I analyze it more, Cap's wearing tactical gear. Mm-hmm. It's like bulletproof uh, chest armor. He's got shoulder stuff. It's not covering everything, so it's not too heavy, mm-hmm. but it's enough to protect vital areas. Mm-hmm. And like, Tony's armor, I'll be honest, does look like it's from the MCU. But that's kind of hard to... Well, like the armor it's hard to not and do. Thor's costume. Like, Thor's costume is... Va- uh, Honestly, very different mm-hmm. coming from a guy who's cosplayed as him three go times. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly, it. like, well, break it down, Johnny. First break off, it down now. I mean, I don't have a good shot of yeah. it right here uh, unless I can find it real quick on. Yeah, me, there's other shots of let it. Let me. Um, I'm looking at one right now that has a pretty good shot. Four images. Oh, God, can you just give me the picture of. Yeah. Four from A Day. Yeah, you got we'll it up. It. We'll do it easy. We'll do it. You got way. it up already. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better one. one. There that's we go. It's a way better picture. We'll start with. I'll just start with the cape. The cape mm-hmm. actually go instead of like in the MCU, it sticks here and here. Mm-hmm. It actually goes all the way around his neck. Even in the comics, it kind of goes like down the shoulder. Yeah. And, but it stops. I. But it's nice because they stuck with the iconic six circles. Mm-hmm. The shoulder pauldrons are different. The comics don't necessarily have them a lot of the times, whereas the the Thor MCU does, but this is a different take on the pauldron. It actually has, uh, or the shoulder guard it actually has like nice embellishments of gold on it. And then, I mean, his facial hair is longer than you've seen in any of them, mm-hmm. except for Endgame. Spoilers if somehow you haven't seen that by now. Hair. Spoiler ban has been lifted. I know. Me. I'm just I, <laughs> me being polite to yeah. be polite, and that, that's really all I have to go into. The mm-hmm. armor down below the chest, you can actually see chainmail sticking out of there a little mm-hmm. bit. So yeah, I mean, remember that from the the trailer. So mm. I'm just saying, I like the changes they made, but I like how they stuck with something iconic. To as me, it's they made the it general look more, armor is the same. To me, they made it look more Norse. Yeah, if I'll agree with you sense. on that. Um, the only thing I didn't like, to me, the only thing I didn't like, because I'll be honest, when I saw it, yeah, my first thought was, all right, different characters. Like, it was an adjustment period. Oh, but I, like, yeah, that's true. But, like, now that I'm used, like, now that I see it, I'm like, okay, I'm okay with it. The only thing I was kind of like, eh, about was they gave us an extended scene at E3 um, where it's Tony and Bruce talking in front of um, Cap's memorial. Um, and Tony's shoulders kind of look a little bit more broad than what I'm used to. And in that sense, I'm like, okay. Like, Tony to me is not supposed to be Mr. Broad Shoulders. I'm big and tough. I I got to walk sideways um, to go in and out of rooms. But, like, everything else, the only other thing I've noticed that's kind of like, a, okay, they need to fix that is, like I told you, in the trailer... Mark pointed out something about Thor's hair not looking like it was on his head. And that's more so um, they just got going and clean stuff yeah, up then. For me, it was how the hair moved while it looked like they were trying to create that wind effect. Didn't look great. But at the mm. same time, 
I look at it. Now, I have two thoughts on this. Number one, they have until May to get it done. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but if the game ain't fully finished, why would you go ahead and show us something? Because it's freaking E3, mm-hmm. and they're trying to create hype for their game. Um, where it's different than... It's different than what we talked about for San Diego Comic-Con, but not really. Because people could even say, well, PlayStation didn't. But, like, this is a game we've been waiting for. The first announcement was going to be on the E3 stage one way or another. Um, The second thought... I'm trying to think. I just lost my train of thought really quick. Um, The Thor hair needed to be changed. But on the second thought, to me... Like I've said on Too Old the Game, I said on our Square Enix reaction, these are not the MCU characters. I think it's just we've been so used to the MCU characters for, like Iron Man, for 10 years, we have seen RDJ as Iron Man. It's a little bit of a shock to see something else. And... I know Dave brought up on Too Old the Game where it's like, well, maybe they should have paid for the rights then and had it be Hemsworth and had it be RDJ. Um, But the mindset I go into is I even said this, and I'll um, ask you what you think. I'm assuming we're going to be on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. Um, But I said, think of yourself as a designer for that game. What's going to be more exciting for you to say, hey, if we're doing an Avengers game, you've got a blank can like you have a canvas of like what it has to look like roughly. Yeah. But you get to envision your own version of this character. Or, hey, we gotta make an RDJ basically basically at that point it's RDJ bring in, lookalike. Bring bring in RDJ, put the balls on his face, and just do it that way. Yeah. Option A is the more intriguing one for a designer who has you, that creativity. Well, you took that job for yeah. to be able to do something like Why that. Why you got into game design was that like because you're a creative person and actually want to design games how you see them. Put your take on these exactly. characters. Like I said, like I was saying with my description, is you have to hit iconic mm-hmm. spots for these characters. Otherwise, you did it wrong. But they did. They gave mm-hmm. Cap his red, white, and blue, the star in the middle of the chest. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. Tony Stark's in an iron, red and yellow suit with mm-hmm. an arc reactor. Thor, all I was really asking for is a red cape, black armor with six circles on mm-hmm. it. Black Widow in her black suit with the stingers mm-hmm. and that iconic belt buckle. Bruce, I'll be honest, they took him straight out of the comic, uh, straight out of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Same with Hulk. Tell me that did not look like the Edward Norton Hulk. No, it did. <laughs> Well, Abomination you're talking about, right? No. I, Hulk and Abomination? That movie, yeah. Yeah. They had Hulk and Abomination. Mm-hmm. But I was talking about like- Because Abomination's in this. I know. Yeah. I don't remember what he looks like off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, when you see him on the bridge do the roar, he yep. looks like, I'm like, that looks like the Edward Norton Hulk. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, and I know Mark has said, and I'll ask you this, of like, do you think it was smart of them- to show what they did, or should they have done what I know I've had conversations with Mark, and Mark was like, well, if they're still retooling some of the character stuff, maybe then don't show the character. Show Iron Man in his suit. Show Hulk hulking out. Show Captain America with the mask on, but don't show the others. I kind of feel like that's 
kind of we would have been pissed at that because all we've seen for two years is the teaser that they showed us when they announced the game, basically cap cap shield, the eyeglasses for Tony Stark, the hammer for Thor. And it was basically, hey, we're making a Marvel game. That was 2017. We got that. Yeah. Like if they forgot about that, if they didn't give us this, I feel like fans would have been like, well, what the fuck? What's going on? That was I am underwhelmed. No, yeah, by we that. need it. We needed like a, an actual storyline to the trailer mm-hmm. finally. Which I also compare it to Spider Man that Sony came out with, where basically the Peter Parker in that was even the MJ in that. Were they exactly what I remember from the comics? What I remember from the animated series? Did they look like Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland? No. But it was enough, like it was enough, like Peter Parker, to where when I first started playing, I'm like, okay, this is weird. Even the voice actor, it was like, all right, like it sounds like Peter, but it's a little bit off. Eventually, you just get used to it, and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, that's Peter Parker. Um, and that's what I think this is like. They've got a great cast, like Dave said, the chick that's playing um, Black Widow and the guy who's playing Thor. They're from a channel or a group called Critical Role, um, which the oh, guy who does about. the guy who Mercer, um, the guy who's McCree, is the head of that. Oh, really? Um, so Critical Role, they have two of them. They have Nolan North, who I've said before on podcasts, he's been in everything Marvel and DC. He's notably for me. I remember him, the voice of Superman, um, many times. Um, he's doing Tony Stark. Um, you have Troy Baker, who's basically done um, Bioshock games. He played the Joker in one of the Arkham games after Mark Hamill hung it up um, after, what was that? Arkham, not Arkham City. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the one Mark Hamill. I can picture the entire game. I know I there's Arkham Ar- Asylum, Arkham not City, Ar- it was Arkham. Arkham Knight. Yes, it was Arkham City because Arkham Knight was... Um, the one that was Troy Baker was the WB Montreal one um, that came right after because it was the second Arkham game that which Hamill is Ar- Arkham hung City. It up. So Arkham City, I'm pretty sure it it's up. Arkham City. Or Arkham, Arkham Origins was Troy Baker. Okay. Um, well, he's play- Arkham Origins. He's playing Bruce Banner in this, um, and then oh, okay. I'm blanking on the name of the guy who's playing Cap, um, but I don't remember. Like he's the only one that I was not familiar with um of the voice like they've got good voice actors and actresses to where i think this is going to be a good game i think so too i just kind of feel like people need to slow your roll a bit where it's like this is not going to be the mcu avengers get over it basically and i hate to be like that i hate to be the get off my lawn guy but i'm going to be the get off my lawn guy where it's basically like relax no, I I only don't even think it's the get off your lawn guy thing necessarily. It's like calm the well, f- down. Like you know what I mean. Like I hate to be that guy that's saying like, "Hey, chill your like chill your grill, um, relax." But I'm gonna be that no, guy I am- where it's like these characters are not gonna be the ones that we're seeing in the MCU. No, I agree with you. Like there's little things like again, this clean up of little things here and there. Make sure you're doing that. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff I would gripe about. Yeah. But I mean obviously it looks like there's some final touches they yeah, need to but make. But guess what? 
Let the let these game designers design mm-hmm. the characters. Exactly. This, no one said this is Marvel's MCU game. This is yeah. Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's and it. That's I, all you're getting. And you're I know getting... there will be people like Dave that are like, yep, but it's a Marvel game. Should have got the MCU guys. Maybe Marvel, maybe maybe Marvel didn't want that. Yeah, maybe, maybe Marvel's like, hey, we want this to be separate than the MCU. Well, yeah, we don't need it. We don't want an MCU tie-in mm-hmm. game. Plus, we don't, we don't want extra storyline. Plus, we don't know the exact link to the deal. We're basically here's what I'm assume. Here's what I would guess, and I'm not like a games insider, but I'm gonna basically do some inferring oh, and. Think about this. So the developers of the game are basically Crystal Dynamics and um, Eldos Montreal. The publisher is Square Enix. The publisher and the devs are not Marvel. So basically to me, Square Enix hired the developers to make the game. And Square Enix said, hey, we are going to pay Marvel to get the rights to these characters Mm -hmm. so you can make this game. It's not like Marvel came to Square Enix and was like, we want you to make this game. I'm assuming Square Enix was like, hey, we got this idea, pitched it to Marvel. Can we do this? Marvel's like, fuck yeah. They set out an agreement, probably a price here or there, or like even like royalties and how much yeah. of the money each, pe- Just don't, each person's like going to get. like one stipulation, don't use our MCU. Exactly. Or, or if I'm Square Enix... I don't even ask that because that's true. Here's like, don't bring it up. I was saying Marvel thing. would more so say that. Yeah, but I would say if I'm Square Enix, I wouldn't even bring that up because the thing you got to think about is if you're going to use Robert Downey Jr.'s likeness, you got to pay him for that. That's true. Then on top of it, let's say, and I'm not saying Hemsworth, I'm not saying Evans, I'm not saying ScarJo or um, basically um, RDJ would be like this. But technically, if they wanted to, all right, because you're using my likeness, I want royalties from this. Yeah. Basically, anytime that game gets sold, I want a cut. I want my three pennies at the least that I get from that one game sale to go to me. They could do that if they, they wanted could if to. They, if you use their likeness, yeah. Whereas Square Enix could be like, hey, we're hiring this great student. Like, this studio that they trust in Crystal Dynamics to get the job done, we're going to let them do what they're supposed to do and design these characters. So for me, oh, and also, by the way, forgot to say, they gave us an extra thing at the end. I don't know if you saw this, but Hank Pym's even going to be in the game. Oh, really? You're playing as Ant-Man in the game. Last thing they dropped, so you get Iron Man, you get Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, Captain America, Ant-Man's going to be in it, the Hank Pym version. The two villains we know right now are Abomination and Taskmaster. So that was the, Taskmaster. That was. Okay. Yeah. I, was, uh, I, I didn't know if it was Crossbones or Taskmaster. That's what, I was, that's what I was saying. Is like, I don't know because they both kind of got that skull mask exactly. thing going on, so I don't, I'm, wasn't sure. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and it says um, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. It makes but sense. there's going to be more villains. It's like the Spider-Man game. We knew some of the villains going in, but there's going to be more than that. I'm guessing that's either Hydra or AIM. That's it looked seem, or it both looked, looked more like a Hydra, but they had or both or both. I'm yeah. saying in the in the actual trailer, mm-hmm. it looked like a more of a Hydra, but it could be it either. could be Hydra 
hiring AIM. Because, funded like, in, by AIM. Because in the Spider-Man one, I'll spoil it. So if you haven't played it, um, skip ahead like Didn't two seconds. But like uh, how Doc Ock brought the Sinister Six together. Yeah. That's why we got the Sinister Six in that was because Doc Ock was the main villain of that one. Um, which is kind of a spoiler because at the beginning, you're kind of working with Octavius and then he turns on you. Um, and that's where it's like, oh, okay, he's the villain of this, not who I thought it was. Um, no, any final thoughts with this? No, just try and enjoy the game before mm-hmm. it even comes out. I mean, it lo- other than you, got, whoever is mm-hmm. bitching about it not being the MCU characters. Try to find some fun in the fact that we're getting another an set Avengers of Avengers game, an, an Avengers game for one, another type of set of Avengers with awesomely creative ideas, mm-hmm. which is going to be uh, multiplayer. It's going to be added to it because they're going to add. More I'm wondering if, like we it. talked about from the other mm-hmm. podcast, if they're still going to do the kind of create your own character thing, though. Maybe that'd be cool that'd to be create awesome your own hero, to be able to create your own Avenger and be in the Avengers. Yeah. That'd be freaking like, amazing. Hey, I can take this power from this one and this just, blah blah blah. This this is something where I know I've been outraged at stuff in the past, but this is something where I just don't see why to be outraged. Exactly. Um, but this is where you guys come in. If you're on the side of like, no, I am outraged, this is why this Give is me why my I MCU feel like, characters. I want to hear that side though. I don't want to squash it and say, no, you shouldn't feel that way. If you do, I want to know why. I just want to have a conversation about it. But for it. you, Dave, specifically, I hope they give us Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they will. They should. Maybe he's just not in the storyline. That mm. so, no, It wasn't in, set up for their storyline yet. Probably. Maybe. I, I'm assuming they're going to give us Black Panther. I'm assuming they're going to give us Hawkeye. Doctor Strange would um, be fun. Doctor Strange. Spider-Man's the only one I don't know. I don't think so, just because it's just Sony. Got one in, well, not even that. Um, this is a little bit different. We're... Like, they could work that out. They could, I, but... I wonder if Spider-Man, though, is going to be... Because Sony likes their exclusives with PlayStation. Hey, get it on PlayStation. You get to play with the Insomniac Spider-Man in the game. Possibly, yeah. They might make that they deal. Could, they could work out that, because that character is basically already created, so they wouldn't have to create that kinda, character. They would go. just have to find a way to plop that guy into the game. Yeah. Um... But yeah, let us even know if what it's you just even if it just starts off as mm-hmm. uh, multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but let us know what you guys think. Make sure to check out Patreon.com to help support us. Trying to get a new studio. That's how we're going to do it. We love all of our patrons um, and their loyal support that they give us. We couldn't do what we do without their help. Make sure to also rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're at a five-star rating. I want to keep that. So make sure to help us get those ratings. Keep that five stars so we get into the ears of more people. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at WarMachine9085. You can follow me at Ricky Widmer. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. I want to thank you guys for either watching on YouTube or listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.